everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! Mike Sempervivi here with you for the next hour talking about professional wrestling, which is something we do every single day here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Tune in, iHeart, American Forces Radio, SportsByline.com, over-the-air affiliates like KMAV, 99 KMSR, and the Mightier 1090. Podcast replays on SiriusXM, or maybe your video streaming on Twitch or YouTube. However you're joining me today, I'd just like to say thank you. Hopefully wherever you are, it's sunny outside. And if not, hopefully it's sunny inside your mind. Another cold and windy day here on Delmarva. It's Tuesday. You know what that means. NXT is tonight. Someone tweeted Alvarez and let him know that the show comes on at 6 p.m. in Hawaii. Okay? Make sure that he knows that. I know he's going to be spending some of his vacation indulging in professional wrestling. Not a lot of it, but at least some of it. And it's got to be NXT if it's anything, right? It's his favorite show. We're going to have the whole... World-famous NXT review coming up tomorrow, but first, we're going to have to get through the world-famous Monday Night Raw review. It was last night from Des Moines, Iowa. Three title matches, one championship change. There are new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, Caden Carter and Katana Chance. No CM Punk last night in Seth Rollins' home state, but... Drew McIntyre was there, and they had a pretty good promo battle going back and forth last night leading into their match on January 1st, the day one edition of Raw. And we know also four matches for that show. In addition to the world title match, we're going to have a women's world title match as well between Rhea Ripley and Ivy Nile, as well as Becky Lynch against Nia Jax and Tegan Knox and Natalya against Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark. During the review, we'll let you know how they got there. Plus, some new additions have been made to New Japan Battle in the Valley. And we'll run down the ever-expanding Pro Wrestling Injured Reserve when we get back from break. Wrestling Observer Live. Hey, you. The one on the couch who just told your friend you can't go out because you're busy? Ready to get real about your psoriasis? 
When your current treatments don't do enough to help control the inflammation beneath the skin, causing plaques and pain, stressing and scratching, it's time to stop hiding and get real with your dermatologist so they can help you get clear. Get real clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finished their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Are you looking for a guilt-free holiday season? Check out 100calsnacks.com. With 100% natural ingredients and no sugar added, these snacks are low in carbs, but high in protein and fiber, and absolutely delicious. You'll get a kick out of the chocolate brownies with ashwagandha, and use code NOGUILT for 25% off your order. That's the number 100, calsnacks.com. Get the energy boost you need with a potent dose of superfood for just 100 calories. That's 100calsnacks.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to the show. Mike Sempervivi here with you. You know, we do this show for an hour at a time every single day, but if you want us 24-7, you can try to find us on X or Twitter or whatever you want to call it, at Sempervivi, at Filthy Tom Lawler, and at Sports Byline USA. You also need to make the wrestling news part of your day. Everything you need to know to get your day started, get you up to date, or get you to your favorite review pod, like Dave and Jim Valley. That's who's going to be making up this Wednesday slash Thursday Wrestling Observer Radio after Dynamite. But each episode of the Wrestling News is between 5 and 15 minutes long, 365 days a year. No clickbait, no speculation or rumors, just the Wrestling News Find it wherever you find your favorite podcasts or head on over to WrestlingNews.com or at WrestlingNewsAV on Facebook and Twitter. Filthy Tom Waller once again joins me here today. Filthy, are you excited? NXT's tonight. 
I am excited. I'll be watching strictly for the purposes of this show tomorrow, just like I watched Raw last night for the purposes of this show today. I figured, Mike, that we couldn't just be here on the air ribbing each other for everyone's pleasure for 45 minutes. We'd have to talk about some wrestling. The things I could say, I'm not going to say because I don't need the FCC violation, but Filthy, has this caused a a big rift in your household at all or anything like that? Like, honey, look, I can't help you with the kids right now. I got to spend the next three hours watching Monday Night Raw. Well, I, I got Raw in while everybody else was asleep, just in case there was something on there that was so egregious and embarrassing that I didn't want to associate myself with professional wrestling. But luckily, it hasn't been that way for quite a while. And I thought Raw was fine. It was, yeah, we'll get to it during the review. I thought it was a it was a good show. It's three hours, as it always is, so it's long. NXT, not as long. It's only two hours. And last Wednesday, they taped two weeks of TV. So if you've been hiding under a rock and don't like spoilers, uh, well, you know, pay attention here for the next two weeks. Uh, there are two WWE NXT breakout tournament first-round matches tonight. Lexus King, who replaced Trey Bearhill, will face Dion Lennox, who he was wearing glasses in the intro, and he, he reminded me of Showtime Percy Watson. You remember that, dude? The whoo, oh yeah. Remember that Percy Watson, no? Showtime? Sure. No? Okay. Tavion Heights will also be in action facing off against the lawyer, Luca Crucifino. So last week, Obafemi defeated Miles Bourne, and Riley Osborne defeated Keanu Carter. Uh, so the this whole thing is going to wrap up uh, coming up after the new year. WWE NXT, I should say, North American title, Dragon Lee defends against whoever Drew Gulak chooses from his no-quarter catch crew. You think that's a catchy name for a, a shoot fight team, Tom? I, I guess they're trying to go for a playoff of catch point, but the no quarter catch crew, NQCC. Yeah. Hmm. BCCC, NQCC, NRBQ. I, I don't know. I don't like that one. I don't, why don't I just call them catch point? Wouldn't, Drew, who owns catch point? I wonder who owns that trademark. Probably, I would guess, Drew Gulak or Gabe Sapolsky or someone of that ilk. I would hope it's actually Stokely Hathaway, but uh, I seriously doubt it. But the buff Barbie, Tiffany Stratton, is going to be in action against fearless Fallon Henley. If you have uh, want to know what they're going to be referred to on the main roster one day. Nikita Lyons faces off against Tatum Paxley. Izzy Dame and Kiana James against Chase U, which is J.C. Jane and Thea Hale, of course. Gallus, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang against Hank and Tank in a match that was made in the bar last week. And everything leads to New Year's Evil on January 2nd when Ilya Dragunov defends the NXT title against Trick Williams. Lyra Valkyria faces Blair Davenport for the NXT women's title. And the finals of the breakout men's tournament will also take place. And one person that has been... A fixture on NXT this year has been Dominic Mysterio, and he and his father have reportedly signed new deals with WWE, according to PW Insider. And yesterday on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com, one source 
indicated to PW Insider that Dominic's new contract is for five years and was signed last month. It's not known for how long Ray's new contract will run for. Ray's current run in WWE began in October of 2018, and Dominic has been with the company since August of 2020. One of Ray Mysterio's reasonings for wanting to continue on in WWE was because he believed that that was going to be the best place for his son to catch footing. And Tom, I think he is correct. What a premonition by Rey Mysterio, because just years ago, if you would have predicted the rise of Dominic Mysterio to being one of the genuinely most hated acts in recent memory in professional wrestling, people would have called you absolutely insane. People were calling for Rey Mysterio to go to AEW when he had the chance. Why? Why would he re-sign with WWE and be subjected to all the terrible things over the years they're always looking like as brian alvarez our fearless leader says they're always looking for a new latin american star that can speak spanish out there well well ray knows that and not only does he carry that mantle but now he has done a great job of getting his son set up to you know I would imagine one day he'll be a big-time babyface act when he decides to turn. But regardless, you could not have predicted, you could not have written a better story for Dominic Mysterio over these past three years. He could have gone anywhere else and not been used as well as he has in the WWE. And like I said, people would have called you crazy if you would have said that years ago. Do they use people well in WWE? Do they? Because if that's the case, do you think that that will calm the nerves of some New Japan fans out there? The Super J podcast, which is part of the Voices of Wrestling podcast network, posted a tweet on Sunday that has caused diehard New Japan fans to once again double over with a case of Ajita. It read, quote, It appears that the bloom be capitalized in that, may be off the rose for Okada in NJPW, end quote. It does not take Hercule Perot to figure out that Okada has likely taken on American agent Barry Bloom to represent him during his negotiations. And to me, that means either he is very serious about wanting to relocate, or, and this is what New Japan fans are hoping for, Okada is very serious about making Bushi Road believe that he's open to relocate to North America. Obviously, you'll be seeing him coming up in San Jose. You'll be seeing him in Las Vegas. Maybe he might stay at your house when he when he goes and does that impact show, Filthy. But uh, can you, uh, I don't know, assuage any fears of New Japan fans? I mean, what's your take on this situation? What's your take on the possibility that he has now gotten Barry Bloom to do his negotiations for him? Well, traditionally, and I'm not privy to the details of Okada's contract, but traditionally, the contracts would be coming up in about a month or so, would they not? They, I believe they are indeed. February is, is yeah. contract season for New Japan, and much like we had a situation where Shinsuke Nakamura and, if I'm not mistaken, AJ Styles 
left at the same time. Okada is mid-30s. He's just had his first child. And that causes a lot of changes in someone's life. You know, good and bad. Uh, You have time to reflect back, look upon what you've done, look towards the future, what you want to do. Time is finite. Sometimes having a child makes you realize that. And maybe that is the impetus behind Okada looking towards the West, looking towards perhaps wrestling in the WWE, much like Shinsuke Nakamura did, much like AJ Styles left to do. And uh, we're going to see if he makes it rain overseas or not. Hear the Memphis wrestling music playing, which means we got to go to break and do some commerce. When we get back, we'll talk more about Okada and what's coming up at the Battle in the Valley event in San Jose, California, Wrestling Observer Live. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. 
paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi here with you alongside filthy Tom Lawler talking about that Okada situation. You know, one of the reasons that I could see him staying in Japan is because his wife has got an already established career and he's got a young child. But... I guess there's the flip side of that, which is when you have a child who has just been born, that gives you some time. Even if you wanted your child to be educated in the Japanese uh, education system, you still have like five years of the kid being here, or at least four years, whatever a contract would be for Kazuchika Okada, where he could test the waters and then always go back if he so chose It's interesting. I mean, this is, and obviously it is disturbing for a lot of New Japan fans who are, again, you're seeing the the end after so many years of Tanahashi, even if he wins the IWGP TV title coming up. Naito, uh, odds are he's going to win the IWGP World Heavyweight title at the Dome Show, but his days are obviously numbered. You've seen the push of the younger stars the new quote-unquote three musketeers along with uamura and some of the other guys who have come back off of excursion it is it's going to be an interesting year for new japan next year tom um and obviously (laughs) you're going to have you know some hopefully some part in that and some stake in that kind of moving forward here but this is feeling like right now just a incredible transition year and there is likely going to be a lot of bumps in the road yeah, am i Mike, crazy if, no i well yes but not for that statement okada if we can backtrack a little and talk about specifically him you mentioned his wife having a career in japan but if i'm not mistaken i believe she is a highly sought after voice actor so i believe that's work you can you know, probably do remotely if you had to out of like, certainly you can't do in-person acting remotely. However, I would imagine you could record your voice from another area of the world and get it to another part um, well enough for, to to make it work. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that's going to be necessarily a hindrance to Okada's choice. Now, as far as new Japan overall goes, They are still feeling the effects of COVID, as are many, all, of the Japanese promotions. And more so than any other company, they were the ones that were most affected by the rise of AEW. And now, while they do have a relationship with them, and they do benefit from being able to bring in stars like John Moxley, Brian Danielson, or Daniel Bryan, obviously, um... You know, they did not expand as much as they were hoping to in the West. And losing those guys did hurt domestically, I'm sure, as well, So, as far as in Japan. So they are still feeling the effects of things that have happened over the past few years. 
And this could be a situation at Wrestle Kingdom, kind of like uh, last year where the whole story was Okada winning the G1, becoming the greatest champion of all time, kind of surpassing Inoki uh, as the representative of New Japan Pro Wrestling. New Japan does a good job of setting up these storylines over the course of a year, and maybe this story that culminates at the end of this year is the passing of the torch from the guys like Okada, from the guys like Tanahashi, from the guys like Naito. Maybe this is their last stand at the top of the card, and next year it'll be the rise of Suji. It'll be the rise of Shota Umino. It'll be the rise of Ren Narita, who have <clears throat> defeated multiple times. But perhaps this year is a, you know, changing of the guard in a lot of ways and the last stand for these New Japan stalwarts. A lot of those New Japan stalwarts, well, not a lot of them. Actually, it's not a lot of New Japan stalwarts. It's a lot of the, the newer guys, uh, in a lot of ways, will be making their way over to the United States for the second annual Battle in the Valley event on Saturday, January 13th, nine days after Wrestle Kingdom 18 at the San Jose Civic. New Japan yesterday confirmed. Shota Umino, Rocky Romero, TJP, Bad Dude Tito, David Finley, Gabe Kidd, Alex Coglin, Fred Rosser, and all of Team Filthy will be in action at Battle in the Valley. They join Okada, Will Ospreay, Julia, Zack Sabre Jr., Eddie Kingston, El Fantasmo, and Hikaleo, the second annual Battle in the Valley event. Last year's, of course, had Okada and Tanahashi and what a lot of people believed was their last singles match in the United States, along with Mercedes Monet and Kyrie. Obviously a much different dynamic this year, Filthy, but... You and the boys are back, but I also see Fred Rosser on the card. Um, you going to finally just get rid of this dude once and for all? I'd like to, but Mike, as you know, I am not the booker of New Japan because as you read off that card, that list of names, if I was the booker, you know what match I'd make immediately? <clears throat> Knowing would... you, it would be a gauntlet match where you got to beat up everybody. <laughs> I'd make the modern American Grand Slam championship and throw Eddie Kingston in there against Julia in a battle for the ages. My money's on Julia at this point. No offense to Ed, but you know, he's, he's you know he's carrying around a lot of injuries all the time. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of issues with him. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be betting money against Julia in that match. He may be softened up by the end of this Continental Classic, which has been spectacular, by the way. Some of the best wrestling that's been on American TV in years. And everything, and, uh, look, I said it on Friday. My predictions seem to be playing themselves out pretty well for the Continental Classic, at least when it comes to the Blue League matches. Everything kind of went the way I thought on uh, Saturday and Eddie Kingston, I still think, is going to work his way back in. It's going to require Brody King to lose to Daniel Garcia, who would be picking up his first win in the tournament if he does so. But that would open up the door, regardless of what happens with Brian Danielson and Claudio. That opens up the door for Eddie Kingston, if he gets a victory, to go on and actually make his way into the semifinals for how, from how you're looking at things right now, because in the Gold League, 
really, there's only three names who are in the mix. It's Swerve, it's Jay White, and it's uh, John Moxley, who right now is in the lead right there. Still several people, along with Brian Danielson, uh, in the mix when it comes to the blue side. When this thing finally shakes out, what kind of final four do you think we're going to get? I think we will get Eddie Kingston in one of the number two in the two two slot in his league or division. I think Brian Danielson will come out of that block as well. And then on the other side, my guess, what's the next matchup? Have we had Swerve versus Moxley yet? It's actually, let's see, let me try to find this here because I, I had it written down. I don't know where the hell it went, but I believe it is Swerve and Roosh, which I, I and that's the one I think, Tom, because it would get Swerve out of there if they go to a draw and we have not had one yet. So what I'm thinking there is you have a double disqualification, and I think it could serve two masters in that it gets Jay White in with John Moxley. You have your first draw, your first no decision, your first double disqualification, which proves things like this can happen in the tournament. And it also gives you a little bit of time because if Swerve is going to be a heel, then you're going to have to figure out a way to get this guy booed. And it may be against Roosh and his faction where that could happen. If, if, if not, you know, you have the situation with him as a baby face where, again, he can still battle Roosh and it kind of takes him out of the mix for right now and keeps him active. Am I... Does that make any sense to you, or is that fantasy booking gone awry? It makes perfect sense to me. I think it's very good fantasy booking, actually. And it leaves multiple storylines that could play out with John Moxley and Jay White making it through, because you would have either one of them facing Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, who rid New Japan of Jay White in the first place uh, about a year ago, actually, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, maybe a little bit less than that, maybe eight months ago. Uh, you would also have the storyline, the long storyline of Eddie Kingston and John Moxley's friendship and feud, right? Yeah. You could then have Eddie Kingston defeat John Moxley, then defeat Brian Danielson, who already defeated him earlier in this tournament in the finals to win that triple crown. And sometimes... The most obvious storyline is the best one, right? And the simple fact that they created a modern American Triple Crown leads you to believe that the person who would best suit would be Eddie Kingston. And I think that's the way to go. I think it is too, and I would assume Eddie Kingston, after winning the Continental Classic, shows up on the Dome Show. You know, I, I think he will. There's still a couple of matches they could add, and I think um, uh, Umino and Narita makes complete sense for them. But then also, with what they did, merging those belts, give Brian Danielson a, a traveling partner over there alongside John Moxley. Have Eddie Kingston go over and defend that title. You know what it's time for? The world-famous Monday Night Raw review. When we get back, Wrestling Observer Live.
Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. What would you do if you had a broken bone? You'd go to the doctor and use your insurance, right? Well, what would you do if you have a serious problem with drugs and alcohol? Most people do nothing until it's way too late. Your insurance can help you get clean and sober with the assistance of a place like the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Many times, addiction treatment is fully covered. So why not use your insurance to treat your addiction problem just like you would if you had a broken bone? And with the Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed to take time off by law and your employer doesn't need to know the reason. So there are two good reasons. You've got insurance you can use for your addiction problem and with the Family Medical Leave Act, it's completely confidential. Call now, 800-771-4125. That's 800-771-4125. 800-771-4125. 800-771-4125. We all love children, and many of us have an old car, truck, or van in the driveway. Find the Children has a great way for you to put your unwanted vehicle to good use. Keep listening. Every year, thousands of kids go missing. Trust me, it's a parent's worst nightmare. When a child goes missing, every moment counts. And you need all of the help you can get. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to locating missing children and bringing them home safely. You can help support their mission by donating your car, truck, van, or SUV. A towing company will come and pick up your car for free, running or not. And the donation of your car is tax deductible. Your help is providing the funds they need to continue their services. Call now, donate your old vehicle to find the children and get free pickup. Here's the number. 800-670-7830. 800-670-7830. That's 800-670-7830. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to the show. Mike Semper, VV, and Filthy Tom Lawler here with you. Wrestling Observer Live. We have been really good about hitting our times here recently. That may be all out the window right here because it's time for the world-famous Monday Night Raw review. Tom, you ready? No, but let's do it anyways, baby. <laughs> Judgment Day opened the show with an in-ring promo. Finn Balor talked about he and Priest title match later on against the Creed Brothers. Rhea Ripley promised Ivy Nile if she kept sticking her nose in Rhea's business that she'd get beaten worse than Maxine Dupree. Hopefully it's better looking than, than that match, which was a bowling shoe. 
Then, as Dominic Mysterio got ready to speak, R-Truth made his way to the ring. He believes he's in Judgment Day because last week he was initiated with a beatdown. He says Finn and Damian are looking to fight, Rhea's looking to fight, and he is too. So to squash the beef that he has with J.D. McDonough, Truth proposed a street fight. J.D. reminded him that the match had already been made, so Truth decided to make it a Loser Leaves Judgment Day match, which no one in Judgment Day wanted, except for Damian Priest, who thought it was a great idea. They go right into the match, fake gift boxes, trays of cookies, candy cane kendo sticks, all that sort of stuff. Before a commercial break, Dominic shoved Truth into the ring post. When they came back, Truth was pulling out a table from underneath the ring. He took out Mysterio, hit McDonough with a fire extinguisher, or the spray of it at least, not the extinguisher itself. Hit him with a Christmas tree and the you-can't-see-me fist drop. Truth then set JD on the table and went up to the top rope. JD got up off the table, went after him, but Truth fell forward. They both went crashing through the table. And Truth got the pin in about 10 minutes. Tom, there's an opening in Judgment Day. At least in theory there is. They they decided to close that hole up later on. But could you imagine being a part of that group? With our truth? Yeah. It would be great. Are you, kidding you know, me? I've been watching old NWA Wild Sides from the, uh, the, the early 2000s. And I remember Ron the Truth Killings. In TNA, I remember him when he was released by WWF the first time around after being K-Quick and hanging out with Road Dog. I mean, obviously he's aged a little bit, but this dude still looks the same as he did damn near 30 years ago. It's absolutely amazing. He's just amazing physical specimen, still doing the splits and all that sort of stuff after all those quad injuries and everything else that he's had. Our truth is back. Then it was time for Nia Jax, who came to the ring to cut a promo. But before she said anything, Becky Lynch made her way out. Nia bailed. She said she had entered herself into the Royal Rumble. The fans didn't care. Becky pointed that out. Nia said the people were afraid of what she'd do to Becky. She's going to break her face again. Lynch said that Nia's whole persona is based on riding somebody else's coattails. Lynch said she was the best to ever do it. Ran Nia down until Nia finally had enough. She called for a ref getting into the ring and then said the match would happen in two weeks on the day one raw naya then made a crack about becky's daughter visiting her in the hospital and saying that she was uglier than usual which caused lynch to attack her on the ramp naya ended up getting the best of that before the segment ended and that was that intercontinental Mike, title yes am i the only one i'm just sick of everybody bringing people's families into it why is it always about the sons and daughters? If I'm trash-talking somebody for a fight, that's not what I'm bringing up. You know what I mean? This seems but to it's, be, it's like it's like the lowest-hanging fruit, so they just choose it every time. Well, it's pro wrestling, which we usually, historically, has only gone after the lowest-hanging fruit. And we're seeing this, look, Hangman Page and the angle with Swerve. We had Shinsuke Nakamura during his bit that he did, you know, say that he was going to make Cody's kids cry. We've had a lot of this in wrestling uh, recently. I mean, we had Josh Alexander. They used his kid in the mix when it came to Steve Macklin and him giving up the impact title. It just seems like, I don't know. I don't know. And obviously it's gotten under Brian's skin that they keep using that six-year-old nephew or niece or whatever it was 
of uh, Carl Fredericks there, um, Eddie Thorpe, in NXT as well, too. I mean, it just seems to be just a cheap way to get heat because... You know, everybody's got a family, and I guess they're trying to play off of that. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's well, the, it, it's like the Disney mentality of like, let's shoot the mom character or let's kill the mom character, and then Bambi or Dumbo, wherever it is, has to find their way. Batman, as well. Batman, right? yeah, I guess. It, well, I guess so. it seems as if you know, kind of the, the tropes and stereotypes of different ethnicities and races has kind of been replaced with going after somebody's family or invading their home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And there has been no home invasions by Gunther, but he did, he did beat the Miz and it's the damnedest thing. This has been pointed out to me by more than one person. Brian Alvarez takes a vacation. He's in Hawaii. He's avoiding everything at the time where the Miz may have had the best match of his entire life. The stip was if Miz lost, he would be unable to challenge Gunther again for the title. Wade Barrett uh, told Miz, or says that Miz told him, Tom, that he's been studying catch wrestling experts Carl Gotch and Billy Robinson. Do you believe that? I do, after seeing the wrist locks and repeated hand attacks that he went after Gunther with. You know what I mean? Staples in the old arsenal of Billy Robinson, the double wrist lock. And you could see that represented in the grip that the Miz would continually take on the right hand of Gunther to stop his Boston Crab, to stop his effective chops. A great display of catch-as-catch-can wrestling by Mike Mizanin. Reminiscent, reminiscent of Farmer Burns. <laughs> Reminiscent of Frank Gotch. Carl oh, Istaz, as you mentioned. Stop. Carl George Gotch. Hackenschmidt. You know, the Miz uh, next action figure that comes out, instead of having Kung Fu grip, I guess now it can have Gable grip associated with it. But he fought valiantly, valiantly even. Uh, kicked out of a Gunther powerbomb, fought through a sharpshooter, got a near fall with a skull-crushing finale that actually popped the crowd, actually had them chanting one more time. In return, Gunther lariated his head off. He did hit a skull-crushing finale from the top rope. Gunther rolled outside the ring. After Miz rolled him back in, Gunther powerbombed him, delivered a Rainmaker clothesline, and then a stacked powerbomb for the win in 20 minutes. 556 days and counting for Gunther. Look, the CM Punk GTS things, maybe maybe they all turned out to be correct. You you think that was some foreshadowing there with the uh, Raymaker clothesline? Hey, if they're going to bring in Okada, give me Okada versus Gunther right off the bat. Let's Please. go. Let's, Let's do it go. at Mania. Let's do it at Mania. Okada doesn't need NXT. I think he can find the hard camera just fine. Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci tried to congratulate their leader, but Gunther says he's the only one pulling his weight around here. He's taking a vacation. They should stay and grind away. That's when Kofi Claus showed up and gave them coal. That will factor into something a little bit later on. Shinsuke Nakamura read his American Nightmare Before Christmas story. Story, complete with production visuals and whatnot. 
as he finished up insulting Cody and Cody's entire family. Rhodes jumps Nakamura. They fought through a door, fought through the back, through the crowd, and then made their way out to ringside where security was finally able to separate them. <laughs> it was... It was a very goofy Raw segment, but it was, I thought, again, done very well in the WWE universe. I'm glad to see you get that lump of coal out of your throat <laughs> as you talked about that. But, yeah, there was something quite hilarious, really, about Shinsuke Nakamura reciting a Christmas poem about the damage he's going to do to Cody Rhodes. In, in the realm of, like, campy wrestling segments, it was certainly up there, but I liked it. Beat the hell out of some of the stuff that's been taking place on NXT recently, I can tell you that. I still think NXT is the right place for Caden Carter and Katana Chance, but they won the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship over Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. Sorry, the cake stand and the after party still look like junk a majority of the time. I don't hate them or anything like that, but I think this is going to be a short reign. I'm hoping it's a short reign, but... I don't know. My Tom, guess. Did you like it? What is their gimmick? They're partiers. They're ravers. Yeah, they is that they what it have is? a gimmick of like oh, what old people think about young people. Like, <laughs> like ecstasy and raves are new. Like you know these girls party and they go whoop whoop. Whoa, whoa they're juggalos. I... <laughs> that would that be is... good. That would be funny. Give if we me get that a... instead of this. <laughs> If we get a new new age oddities with Katana and Kanan, I'll be happy about that. But when I when I saw this match and I thought about what was going to happen, I thought that they were going to win the titles. And I thought that it was very interesting on Friday night, the Kabuki Warriors were yeah. back together. And hey, we love to play fantasy booker. But I'd put those belts on the old Kabuki Warriors A-S-A pizzle. Yep. Yeah, I think that's probably the direction they're going to be going as well, too. Ivar smashed Tozawa in about four minutes, was not a squash, as Tozawa got in a lot of hope during the match. Ivar reversed the top rope Rana attempt into the world's strongest slam from the second rope to get the win. That led into WWE champion Seth Rollins coming out in a terrible outfit to address his public. He started talking about his title defense against Drew McIntyre on January 1st when Drew came down to the ring. As he does, Michael Cole notes that Rollins has not been pinned in a one-on-one -on -one match since this past January 3rd. As Cole says that, Rollins strips off that lime green jacket to reveal a red poet shirt with bishop sleeves. It's this was a way blouse, of, it's another way of saying blouse, folks. That's what it yes. was. It was a red men's blouse with puffy sleeves. Drew congratulated Hold on, Rollins. hold on. Yes, I sir. believe, I would guess that was a unisex blouse. It was probably, maybe, well, I mean... Do, is it or would they just be unisex blouses or do they have proper men's blouses proper men's poet shirts if i don't know but, We're gonna... but whatever the whatever the whatever the truth is seth rollins had on one of the most hideous shirts <laughs> i've ever seen in the history of man Drew, Drew congratulated Rollins on telling, uh, for telling CM Punk exactly what he thought of him last week. Then cut a really good promo on wrestling in the States and being away from his family. Says he doesn't want Seth's title. He needs the title to validate all of the sacrifices that he's made. Seth says he doesn't know how to feel about him. Says Drew needs to take responsibility for his decisions. Seth tried to leave. After saying that he pities McIntyre, Drew attacked him. They fought out to the floor where Drew smashed Rollins into the ring steps hurting his yeah. left arm. 
after that, Kofi Claus came out to bring presents to the fans, but got jumped by Kaiser and Vinci. Jay Uso ran down to make the save. Won a match between he and Kaiser in about 10 minutes after a spear in the Uso splash. Wade Barrett, as he would say, season's yeetings. It was then time for the main event, the undisputed world tag team title, Finn Balor and Damian Priest against the Creed Brothers. The champions retained in about six minutes, 16 minutes. They shoehorned two commercial breaks into the match itself. And since we're, we're bumping up on a commercial break ourselves, I will save the body of the match until we get back from break. What do you think about that? Wrestling Observer Live. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. 
the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008-800-211-6008-800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Mike Sempervivi and filthy Tom Lawler here with you to put a bow, not only on this show, but on the world-famous Raw Review. Creed Brothers, Finn Balor, and Damian Priest, towards the end of the match is when the crowd really picked up and the match really picked up. Julius Creed is a beast. Overhead belly-to-belly throws, running shooting star press on Balor. They went for the Brutus ball, but Damian pushed Brutus off the top rope, re-attacked Ivy, but Ivy just squatted her and walked away from ringside. They just disappeared after that. No, no, Uh, no. She threw her face first into the apron. Oh, that's right. That's right. They did do that. They, they took two attempts, actually, to, to pull that move off. But uh, as that was going on, they did hit the Brutus ball. Damien broke up the count, got sent outside. Julius then runs up the ropes and flipped eyes onto Priest on the floor. Julius's legs came down right across the neck and head of Priest. Then back in the ring, they go for the Brutus ball on Damien, and Brutus lands right on Priest's head. Finn then hit the double foot stomp to break up the pin, and eventually Damien hit the South of Heaven choke slam on Julius for the win, and boy, Priest did not look happy, filthy. Julius kicked out right after the three. He did? As well. He did. He, he did. And that, yeah, and you have Priest like looking at him, looking like he said something to him while holding his head. Look, the Creed brothers, I love them. I think they can be the new Steiners. They are greener than grass still. One of the things the line about the Steiners is they were big enough to put you carefully wherever they wanted you to go. The Creed brothers will do that one day. It just ain't right now. I thoroughly enjoyed watching this match. I love watching the Creed brothers. Please don't stick me in there against them, Mike. Even if... It's you and me teaming up like we are the rest of this week. you damn right we are. We don't need Brian Alvarez. Let him go to Hawaii and search for all those those, those specks of green sand that Dave couldn't find. The hell with him. We don't need him because we got all of you out there listening. We got producer Dom. We got producer Jared. And we'll be back, Wrestling Observer Live, tomorrow. Talk to you again after a while. <laughs>